Welcome to the Start Over Coder podcast. I am the Start Over Coder, and I'm taking you along on my quest, taking up a new career as a professional developer and pursuing financial independence. Today, I'll share my experiences with a course I just completed called The Complete Developer's Guide to MongoDB. It's a course that's on Udemy, and I took it because, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm working on a project where I am using MongoDB, and I got stuck. I couldn't figure out how I could do what I needed to do in order to display some specific data that was being stored in my database. So I thought I will take this course, and hopefully it will show me how to do those things. So as always, it's worth saying that I'm not getting anything for this. Um, You know, there's no affiliate relationship or anything. I'm really just sharing my experience so that if you're interested in learning MongoDB, there is a chance you might consider this course. And I think maybe it'll be helpful just to have a bit of extra information about it. So first of all, to describe the course, as I said, it's on Udemy and it's taught by a guy called Steven Grider. And the course starts out with a basic project where you're learning how to do basic CRUD commands for users in your database. So you're creating users, reading users, updating them and deleting them. It also covers nested data, so sub-documents within a user document, and then reference data as well, where you're connecting to another model from your user model. So it is a backend only course, and in order to test the queries that you're writing and making sure that you know those CRUD commands are happening as they should, we're using Mocha, which is a uh, framework to test code. So you're writing tests for each of the actions, and then you're verifying or asserting that what should happen is happening in order to pass the test. And then in the next section, we're given a pre-built project that needs some queries written. So you kind of get to test how you have written the queries in the first section with the users in this new app in kind of a real app-like setting. And then in the final section, you build something again from scratch. It's kind of the clone for, so if you imagine Uber or any kind of ride sharing mobile application, the driver's side of it, so where the drivers are, who the drivers are, you know, the fact that there are drivers at all, we're building a clone of just that. And the cool thing about this is it also includes locations. So we learn how to work with geo information within MongoDB. So that's kind of an overview of the class. So some things that I loved about it. First of all, you definitely get an in-depth look at MongoDB and Mongoose. I learned way, way more than I did in previous classes, got a lot of information that I really just had no exposure to before. And, you know, it's good to know a bit more of what MongoDB and Mongoose are capable of. So I thought that was fantastic. Another thing that was great was being introduced to Mocha. So you kind of hear about, well, read blog posts or hear podcast episodes about test-driven development. And what that is, is basically rather than writing code and then testing it, you write the tests first so that you know what the code needs to do, and then you write your code to those tests. So the idea is that by doing that, your code will be a lot more uh, direct, you know, direct towards what it needs to get done, and it'll be more efficient, and it'll just be cleaner code because you're not doing all of these kind of ancillary things around. You're literally just writing the code in order to pass the test and do what you know it needs to do. So in hearing about it, it sounds like, yes, obviously, I want to know how to do that. That seems like a really smart and uh, efficient way to go about writing programs. 
but without having any kind of exposure to how you would do that, you know, like, where did these tests come from? Do I just pull them out of thin air or what? Yeah, it's kind of a huge thing to, you know, not really know information about and kind of tackle. So getting that introduction in this course to MOCA, which is a framework which allows you to write those tests and test them, was really fantastic. So I am glad I now have, you know, at least an introduction to how to do that. And I think for my own future projects, I could put that into place as well. So I'm really happy about that. Another thing that was really great about the class is that his teaching style just works for me. You know, everyone has different ways of learning and I find it, you know, some video classes are better than others. And this was one that I thought was really good for my personal style of learning. Um, So what I really like about it is that he takes the time to explain what we're doing, not just what we're doing, but why we're doing it rather than, you know, a lot of classes, which actually don't work for me, is that they'll just have their screen up and they say, do this, do this, do this, write this code, write that code. And then you follow along and write the code and it works. But then at the end of it, you really still don't know why you were doing what you're doing, why you chose to write it in this specific way versus, you know, any other way. So in this class, he does take the time to explain the reasons why we're writing code and, you know, what we want to accomplish by writing the code in the way that we do. And also by, you know, setting up the models in the way that we're setting them up or things like that. So I just found that to be very helpful. I learned a lot and it was great. It's also very clear that he definitely knows what he's talking about and has put the time and effort into planning the course so that we can learn more effectively. So he knows in advance what errors are going to come up, you know, what things might cause problems in uh, Mongoose or Mongo or working with Mocha with Mongoose and Mongo. So he runs into those errors just for demonstration purposes to show this is like one of those things that you might get hung up on. But then he explains why it happened and also how to get around it. So obviously that's really helpful as far as, you know, learning how to code and, you know, not getting stuck when things that, you know, may come up do come up. Now, the last thing that I really liked about the course is the fact that it is all in ES6, which is kind of the latest accepted version of JavaScript and I hadn't really been exposed to ES6 before, so it's great to have, feel like I'm getting the most up-to-date information and, you know, having information that will last a bit longer, whereas if I'm learning everything in ES5, which this is one of my complaints in a previous course that I took, you know, that information, it's not going to be completely out of date, but, you know, it's on its way out. So having this and not really knowing what the next thing is just puts me behind. So the fact that this class is all in ES6, I really appreciate it. Now, that does lead me to some things that I didn't really love about the class, and this is mostly related to personally the level of skill that I have when it comes to programming right now at the time that I took the class. And one of those things is the fact that, again, it is in ES6. So this really was my first kind of course exposure to writing, well, maybe second, but it's been a while. And so when I went back to my project, which I originally started in ES5, I couldn't really easily apply the code that I learned in this course to my project because I don't know enough about ES6 to port the whole project to ES6 by any means. But I guess it's a little bit frustrating that having done this course, I know that my project, the code in my project, can be uh, better, more efficient, just be done more mo- in a more modern way than I'm doing it. So that's a little bit frustrating. And 
you know, where that comes down to in this course is that it definitely assumes a level of comfort with ES6, which I don't have. So that was a little bit frustrating. Another thing that I didn't really love is that in this course, there is zero front-end programming. It's entirely in the back-end. And again, this is specific to me because I'm working on this app and that's what I was hoping to get help on. I still had to figure out how to port the information from the back end where I'm writing the queries to the front end where I really want the information to be displayed on the page for the user. Now, thankfully for me, I could figure it out because I've taken some other classes and had exposure to this, so I was able to do it. If you listen to episode 29, it was a review of the Complete Web Developer Bootcamp, which is where I really learned how to kind of take this information in the back end and show it in the front end. If you don't have that information, if you're more of a beginner and maybe you haven't done something like this before, this class is not going to teach you how to do that. If you only want to focus on the back end, then that's one thing. But if you're looking to build an app that you actually want to use, you're, you're going to need more information than just this class. And for me, it, you know, it was good to have the practice to sort of re-remember how to do that how to get it from the back end to the front end but if you don't already know and haven't been exposed to it there's a probably a little bit of a steeper learning curve to figure that out another thing that i really didn't love about this course is that the middle project is way 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 too advanced for my level and it was all pre-written so i didn't really learn much about th that program from doing it in this class. So the project is a desktop app, which is um, available through Electron. Electron is a, a framework or a system or something that allows you to use basically web development coding. So you're writing in HTML and CSS and JavaScript, and it creates a desktop application out of that, like a standalone desktop app. So this particular one that we're working on uses React and Redux and Webpack and all these really cool things that people talk about that I have absolutely no understanding of. So first of all, it was a huge download. And, you know, I like to know when I run commands in the terminal, what I'm doing, you know, what the outcome is going to be. I had no idea ahead of time how big of a download this would be. And I still couldn't tell you why it was such a huge download to get this project into place. Maybe it has something to do with Electron or React. I don't know. But yeah, I didn't really love that. Just, you know, dumping this onto my computer without really knowing what it is or what the impact on my computer might be. Also, because it used all of these technologies and it was kind of like a first time setup for me, I got a lot of errors as I was going through the exercises that had absolutely nothing to do with the MongoDB or Mongoose queries. It was, you know, Webpack errors, React errors. I don't even know what all of them were, to be honest. I did get them fixed, but it was just a big unnecessary distraction, I think, from what I'm actually trying to learn. And then the the last thing about this is that there really wasn't any explanation about why or how the code in this project is structured the way that it is. So, you know, we're writing queries to test our knowledge of how you write queries, which is great, but... In the project, we're, for the first time, writing them as export modules, which I don't really still understand why that is. I think I'd have to learn a lot more about React to really understand that. And so basically, it just was, you know, a big distraction from what I actually want to learn, where I'd really rather just either write it from scratch or have a very basic application that allows me to test the MongoDB knowledge but doesn't have all these other distractions. 
And, you know, the same could kind of be said for the final project that we did work on. So that was written from scratch. But even so, there's a lot of, you know, the way that he kind of structures the code and structures the roots and controllers and all of these things that I hadn't done in previous projects, he kind of assumes that you know why you're doing that and doesn't really explain those things, which, you know, fair enough, he's explaining the MongoDB aspects of this project, but I didn't really you know, I could figure it out, but I didn't really understand why we were doing that. And so that was a little bit frustrating. But overall, I do think it was a good course. It did help me. And as far as, you know, logistically, it does move pretty quickly. So all in, I was only working on this course for 11 days. I think the course itself is only like 129 hours. So you can get through it relatively quickly. You know, I was obviously working full time while I did that and traveled a little bit during that time doing lots of other things. So I was able to complete it in 11 days versus three months, which the other course took me. So that is a plus. And then as far as going through the actual course, definitely pausing to write code as much as possible. But like I said, because quite a bit of it was beyond my level of expertise, I would just kind of watch it and copy what he was doing if I literally had no idea how to go about, you know, writing the code. That came into effect when we were doing like the geolocation and things. I really had absolutely no idea. So just watched it, copied along, saw what we did. And at least I have somewhat of a basis to start if I want to do that again in the future. So at the end of the day, was I able to apply the knowledge in this course to work on my project? Yes, I was. So I do think it was worth it. If you want to take the class, I definitely though would not recommend it until you've built at least one, but probably a couple or a few node applications outside of this course so that you understand the general, you know, routing, how different pieces of code work with each other. And I would also recommend having a comfort level with ES6. You know, I wanted to learn it before, and I definitely obviously still plan to do that uh, and get a lot more comfortable. But I think having that information before taking this course would have definitely been beneficial. So to find the course, I will put a direct link in the show notes to this episode. Again, it's not an affiliate link. I'm not getting anything by recommending this course. Um, Or you can just go to Udemy and search for the Complete Developer's Guide to MongoDB. Again, the teacher's name is Stephen Greider. And as I always say with Udemy, definitely wait for a sale if you can or look for a voucher. I think the full price of the class is $150. I think I paid 12 or $15 because it was on sale. The sales will go as low as $10. So look for, you know, a voucher code or just wait for a sale and, you know, save a bit of money. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can get a link direct to this episode in the show notes. Or, you, of course, you can tweet me at startovercoder. And if you like what you hear and want to stay with me on this journey of learning to code, starting a new career, and pursuing financial independence, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can do it through your favorite podcast app or visit startovercoder.com slash subscribe. That's all for this time. Signing off.